Hello and welcome back to the sixth episode of the 34 Podcast. I'm joined once again by my co-host Raptor. How's it going everybody? I am Nug and today we're going to start off with talking about some baseball. The MLB restart has brought about a lot of injuries to a lot of key players, most notably that being of pitchers. Uh, it seems like most teams have two to three pitchers injured. I mean, there was some that just sat out, like Price and uh, trying to think of other one, but David Price is one of the biggest ones. Yeah. And also, uh, and guys that now have been injured are guys like Mad Bum and I'm trying to think who else. Heard Steven Strasburg's out. Oh yeah, Strasburg. That's a big one too. Carpal tunnel or something. I heard. And it's mainly because just. It's hard for pitchers to go from not throwing that much at all to just throwing straight 95. It's partially the MLB's fault for taking yeah. so long to negotiate. It doesn't. It hurt the players so much, not knowing whether they were going to go or whether they weren't going to go. And then when they did They're go, rough. it ramped up so quick that they had no time. I think they could have done it better. I, I think we went over this when we were talking about the commissioner. but yeah, They could have done it better. A lot of stupid things. They need a bubble. Sports have to bubble up right now, like I said before. And uh, they're talking about it for the playoffs. But with the, these injuries keep happening, the the playoffs aren't going to be very good anyway because it's a, it's a 16th seed, which uh, spreads out, gives you worse competition because the one seeds are going to be playing. Uh, or no, it's not really seeding in baseball, is it? No, but uh, in a way, but but the worst teams are going to be playing the better teams, and it's not going to be good for playing. And that, let alone, is added on top of that the fact that there are no pitcher. Well, there's going to be some pitchers, but it's going to be hard for a pitcher to last the whole pitch. season. It's, yeah. You're going to have a lot of farmer farm team pitchers come up, the triple A's. And yeah, that's going to just them. you're going to see a lot more runs because there's not going to be that good of a pitching. A lot of good, a lot of good pitchers left. Well, there's a, there, there's quite a few good prospects though. But yeah, then there's a, that are gonna come up and they probably won't be ready. But it's a good year for prospects. But yeah, other than that, it's, I don't know. They've had a lot of cases too with COVID. That it, it, this born the last week I heard about too. How many? Set seven in the last week. This is just that the MLB has done such a a bad job with the restart that it's just not even. I mean, most of its news isn't even about the games. It's just about the COVID, about COVID yeah. positive tests. They don't even like, like even the highlights don't make the news that much. The most, uh, and we're gonna get into it right now is the Padres. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are on a tear, but. The but. rookie star Fernando Tatis Jr. He got a little bit of, I don't, I want to say, what, what's the, what's the word I'm trying to backfire? I don't know. It backfired. I didn't see that. What he, happened? He, well, not bat backfire, but uh, wh- wh- whatever the word is, where it's thrown back on you or whatever. But a blue face. Yeah, the Padres were up ten to three against the Texas Rangers a few nights ago. And there's a unwritten rule that if you're up by six or more past the sixth inning, you're not supposed to score anymore. Oh, but yet is that the opposing what it is? team but yet the opposing team can try all they want, but you're supposed to not like care anymore. Oh Tatis so, hit the opposite <laughs> grand slam. And here you go with that like the whole Rangers team. Oh, that's unfair, that's unfair. And I was watching a video today, he's like Oh, you poor pitcher had feelings. Don't throw it down the middle then. Oh man. That's too it's too bad that uh they couldn't just they couldn't just stop the game. It's too bad that they might they have to go to a psychiatrist after the game because their professional plant can't handle somebody hitting something there. You basically just throw them a you threw him a Hail Mary. You just throw it right at him like he's not supposed to hit it just because you're up. It, that that's exactly the thing that I don't agree with. So the team that's up supposed to stop scoring, but the team that's down can try the stuff. Like what? If you that's suck, a- if you suck, you suck. I mean, it is what it is. If you're losing, you you're losing. Don't 
If there's an unwritten rule, then it should be a written rule, and you should just stop the game if it's that bad. Exactly, because the way it was like brought upon was like, well, you should know that. Well, it's like this it's is your fault in the first place. You're down ten to three. This ain't legal league anymore. There's no mercy no, rule in professional boy. sports. Quit just. I mean, look at basketball. I mean, I think the the Jazz beat the Nuggets today by forty. Did they stop? No. <laughs> no, they didn't stop. Did they have fun? No. But you know I've seen the Warriors beat somebody by fifty. I mean, come on. No, it's just the thing of like this unwritten this unwritten rule stuff. It's like, well, if it's so important to your kind little soul, then why is it not written rule? Go back to the triple A's if you're that worried about it. It's like he throws three in the dirt, and then he throws one right down the middle. He's like, you're not supposed to swing at it. He threw three in the dirt? I didn't even... All I heard about it was that they were mad. I didn't realize he threw three in the dirt before that. No, because because three and oh, and and this goes for not just past the sixth inning in this type of situation. Usually, they take the pitch, and especially in this situation, you're supposed to take the pitch. Unwritten rule. It's not a written thing. So but he, you're not supposed not to send it out of the park, is what you're saying? No, yeah, but it's like if if it's so hurt and you're kind yeah, of threw little, me a sixty mile an hour slider right down the middle. What do you expect? No, he threw a ninety five mile an hour fastball and he sent it to freaking across the nice little border over there. He just sent that thing. How many games in a row have they done that? Grand, what do you mean? Well, not the home run, but how many games in a row are they Grand Slams? I think, I think it's, it's like, four or five right now. I think it's five. Yeah, but I think it's closer it's to five. Record. Not that much. But it's, that's pretty crazy. But Tatis Jr. leads the MLB in everything. Our RBIs, homers. He's he's a monster. Who would have thought the Padres? Just We're coming out balling. Team. Surprising. Like, they used to suck, but like now they have Machado, they have Tatis, they have a lot of guys. Yeah, is Machado playing? Yeah, he, I, uh, actually, after Tatis hit the home run, the pitcher threw it right behind Machado's back. Seriously, <laughs> I mean, I get there's COVID, but there's a time and a place when you should storm the mound, and that. Don't throw it behind my head. Unless it's an Astro. I'm fine if it's an Astro, but that's for a different reason. Well, in that case, don't throw it behind the Astro. Throw it square in the middle of his nose, but, you know. I mean, nah, I think a good hip shot would be nice. Get a little hip shot, drop him to one knee. But, so. like, that's kind of all for the base. Baseball, it's kind of weak. Like, the, the, the baseball scene is literally just COVID or a team getting mad at another team. It's pretty weird. Yeah, it's literally not. And there hasn't even that many been that much Astros news really either. There hasn't been that many people throwing at the Astros. I would just bring up people from which already because like we said, their injury. I'd be letting my farm guys just throw at them. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. Who? I'm telling they the Yankees. I want to see them play the Yankees. That's who I want to see the Astros play. I want, okay. My, like, I, I don't know why this is, like, a thing in my head ever since that series. But I want to see top nine or bottom nine or whatever, right? And uh, the Yankees are up by a run. And the Astros have this hope. And then you see the bullpen door open and they see a roll this Chapman. I would be scared. I would be so scared if I was an Astros hitter. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't. I think Chapman's story. actually out too. Hmm? I think Chapman's out too. No, he's back. He's back. Uh-huh. He was swole last time I saw. He had Corona last time you saw. Him. Well, that well. But the man is big. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that dude. But I'm, if I was an Astros player, I'd be scared as hell if I saw him. Really. Yeah. I don't, well, I think we've said pretty much all there. Let's get into the, the draft lottery was last, well, today's Friday, so yeah, yesterday. The draft lottery was yesterday night, and uh, let me tell you, not everybody was happy with it, but I'm going to go over the whole, I'm going to go over the order that it piled out as. Okay, the draft lottery was 
at 14 the Celtics, 13 the Pelicans, 12 the Kings, 11 the Spurs, 8 at uh, 11 the Spurs, 10 the Suns, 9 the Wizards, 8 the Knicks, 7 Detroit, 6 the Hawks, 5 the Cavs, 4 the Bulls, and the surprising one was at third you had the Hornets even though they were supposed to be 8. And two was the Warriors, and one is the Timberwolves. So we're gonna we're gonna go up and down the list with who needs what and what who they should draft. Uh, number one for me with the Timberwolves, I would take either Wiseman or Ball because you don't not Wiseman either Edwards or Ball LaMelo Ball because you don't need a center what do you think who do you I got mean, you could we were talking about this earlier you ship off Cat you get Simmons and then you bring in Wiseman I don't know <laughs> about like that the... one but I mean it it sounds good but at the same time I don't know the most logical thing though would probably be Edwards because I mean, they have the big and cat. They have a point guard and dealer, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if they can put in Edwards at that two position, I'm not saying they're a playoff contender, but they could make it to the playoffs with that team. I think they could. Well, they should be able to make it with the team they have, but that's beside but the point. Can't. But, yeah, they have all, everything set up to make it there. That would have really help. I think he's going to be a day one. Not, I think – I think he'll start at around 15 and work his way up, but I think yeah. he'll be a point getter for you and a good defender. And, uh, all right, we'll move down to the Warriors pick at number two. I think that's a no doubt. It's probably going to be Wiseman. It could be Ball, uh, but I, I think, think it's going to be Wiseman. If they don't trade it, there's a possibility that they could trade the pick, but I don't know. I think Wiseman would fit into the system pretty good because the Warriors are back to where they need that they need screens set for Steph and Clay to get open. If Steph doesn't do like we said last week, come off screens, which then again, you do need him for the low screens. So I think Wiseman would fit good. He can stretch the floor and he can be an inside presence. So it would be, yeah, be good. And he'll work in the, he'll work in the fast break because he can probably catch a lob just about anywhere you throw it in the hoop on the yeah. backboard. He's like, a scary. I think it's going to really work out for them. It could be, it could be interesting. Uh, okay, at three, the Hornets, who I said moved up from the eight where they were projected at. I think they had like a, what was the percentage they had? They had a six percent chance of winning, and I consider a third pick winning for them because that's a big difference jumping that far. And what they'll probably do is take uh, uh, social media sensation Lamelo Ball, which. He's not just, I mean, he's not like Julian Newman, who's, he's actually got size to him. He's got, he's played on an international level. He's 6'8", he, right? Yeah, he's 6, well, 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, I don't know if he's officially been measured by NBA people yet, but he's he's tall and he plays point. He averaged, I think, 17 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists in the Aussie League, the NBL which is good. That's pretty good rebound-wise, too, for over there because that's a very much physical league over there. Bogut. They, Bogut. The Hornets need a point guard. The Hornets, well, they got DeJounte Murray, but he's technically a two. Not DeJounte they Murray. DeJounte. They have uh, De Devontae Graham. That's who they've got. And they've got a decent three in Miles Bridges. He came out of state a couple of years ago. He started off slow, but he's starting to really pick it up at the end of the season. He had like a 25-point game towards the end of the... Rozier, too. Rozier's your backup guard. He's already been playing backup to Devontae Graham, but I get what you're saying. That's a good six, man. Well, what... Devontae Graham's off the bench if Lamelo's going there. I don't care. Well, if the Warriors take Lamelo, they're going to take Wiseman, which I think the Warriors are taking Wiseman, but if... Uh, Wiseman's still on the board. I think they'll take him because their best senator, I think, is Tyler Zeller right now, and that's not really. Are you really oh, like Lamelo could go to the tens. Like this could be all complete. Like we don't even know. Really. Well, yeah, I'm going off of uh, 
an Instagram mock jet. That's just, I mean, it's a mock jet, but from the looks of it, it looks pretty legit to me. I mean, I would agree with a lot of the picks they're making, so that's what I'm going off of. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Wiseman could very well go to the yeah. Hornets. Wiseman could shift anywhere from one to five. It depends on how. Whoa, 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 one to five. I've seen him go all the way down at five, and that was well. That was because the it was a pre-lottery mock draft, and the Warriors were at five. But still, he could drop. But yeah, I think they're gonna take Lamelo Ball to give them a one-two punch with who should have been in, in most improved, and he's not even in the talk now because he didn't get votes. And Devonte Graham, he mm-hmm. I think he went up by almost fifteen points a game, which is very. I mean, Luca did that, but it's a little bit different with a guy like that. Okay, number four, we're going to the Bulls, which I think. Oh, I don't know who that is. You don't know who Den Denji Avija is? He played in the. I I probably slaughtered his name like they did when Giannis came in the league, but. Giannis <laughs> I think I. I hope he does well, but I'm kind of getting the feeling of like when Dirk came in the league and people are trying to like grab the next Dirk. I feel like this is a Luca grab right here, trying to get the next Luca, and he yeah. may play like that, but he also could be a um, a Bargnani. He could be a Bargnani, yeah. unfortunately. Which, which, but I, what I've seen of him, his game should do pretty well. But I don't think he'll be anywhere. I think he could maybe be like 18, 20 a night if he gets to what his potential is. But I don't yeah. see him being like the next Luca, but that's what people are projecting him and the Bulls could possibly take him here or I think it could even flip up for uh Obi Top and College Player of the Year. I've heard you you've told You've told me he's a very solid player. Obi Toppin, I, I like him a lot. I hope, kinda hope he falls to Detroit, but Detroit needs a point guard. But <laughs> Obi Toppin, he's got He's got wide shoulders. He's a big, wide dude. He can box out well. Not that there's many box out in the leagues anymore, but he get down and get your rebounds. And he can play the three or the or the four, in my opinion. I think they'll move him to three on some teams that he can play. But I think that could be a really good addition for Chicago. I think uh, more likely, I don't know. I think they're looking for small forward with that pick because I'm seeing like it could flip either or for me. I I don't know. I'm more pushed towards LB Top and myself. I'm I'm pretty high yeah. on him though, but I mean I'm that's the same person who said Simmons at the four was a good idea, so I mean take me uh I mean, I have my good points and my bad points, but I really got I think this is a deep draft for one thing and I think he showed himself in college. He's an athletic guy. He can, he can get up and down. He can bring the ball up at the floor. He can stretch the floor. Uh, Dayton very well could have won the championship this year if everything hadn't shut down. Yeah. It was that he was that good. Okay. Well, we go to the Cavs pick at five, which that could be topping if this Denny. I think it's Denny. If he moves down. Or it could very well be Okoro out of uh, Auburn, which last year they made it to the Final Four. They were the sweet the, – or no, did they make it? No, because of that stupid foul the dude did on Kyle Guy of Virginia. Yeah, they made it to the Final Four. Yeah. But Isaac Okoro, he's a, he's a tall – I think he's like 6'9 and can bring the ball up. Damn. But he, he's like ball, but he's like oh, he's been set at that small forward position. He's not meant to be a guard, but he's got the same kind of length as ball. Yeah. But I think that the Hawks. Oh uh, no, we're on the Cavs. Okay, but the Cavs could use some guy. They're they're looking for a three in Cleveland because yeah. Chetty Osman did not learn that much when he played with LeBron, I guess, because he hasn't amounted to that much. And Love's kind of regressed hard. So they need somebody to hold up their their point forward. Yeah. Kind of give them a little bit of uh, more balance at that at that spot. And then we just talked about a car row, and now we're on to Kelly and Hayes. Uh, Killian, I don't, uh, I don't think uh, the Cavs would go for Killian Hayes. I think, if anything, they'd move a Kungu up. 
because they don't really need a guard because they drafted two guards in the last two drafts. They drafted Garland and they drafted Colin Sexton, so they're not looking for a guard. But, oh, I think Onyeka could really help that Wizards team, though. Well, let's let's go with six first. Let's talk about the Hawks a little bit. We about the Hawks. Well, I was on the Cavs, but yeah, they need a yeah. Okay, we'll just go down to yeah. We'll go to the Wizards at nine. Yeah, but Kongu. The only problem I see with that is I like Thomas Bryan on the Wizards. That's the only thing I see there. Yeah, they could. Um, I don't know. Um, they might get. I don't. It's, it will be hard to move John Wall, but I would think there's a possibility that could happen. I don't see anybody trading up for him. And you can't forget about the uh, <laughs> eighth pick next. The if the Knicks take Cole Anthony, that's two L's this year because Cole Anthony's going to do the same thing Brandon Roy did. It's unfortunate he's Greg Anthony's son, but. Somebody already tore a good part of the meniscus when they're young. It just scares me. I really hope Detroit doesn't fall down the dumb tree and hit every branch on the way down and pick Cole Anthony because we don't need two injury-prone guards with Derek, Derek Rose and Cole Anthony. We don't need that in Detroit. Detroit, no. I was so mad when they dropped the seventh in this draft. I don't... They can't catch a break. They should have been in top five. I don't know how Cleveland got in the top five. We literally traded Drummond to them, and I was so happy because, like, oh, we're going to trade Drummond to them, and they'll draft. They'll get lower in the draft stock because they'll start winning. Well, it didn't work because Cleveland got five again for some reason. I guess they paid the front office enough to get five, and we're down here at seven. Can't catch a break. Can't catch a break anywhere. I mean, Detroit. I know we haven't had a top five pick in Detroit since we drafted Darko over Carmelo and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, and I don't even know we over anybody but Darko. Then, and Darko wasn't the worst player, but he didn't really fit Detroit system whatsoever. They were just picking because they pulled like I said they're doing with this Denji for Doncic. They thought Darko was going to be another Nowitzki, and he was not. <laughs> you draft, you should have drafted off a of talent and got Carmelo, and then, well, we see how that happened. That didn't work out, and it hasn't worked out for 15 years. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And then, With this pick, if Detroit picking seven means it's probably going to be another year of tanking in Detroit, which I was already kind of seeing that, but I was hoping we get number sixteen top pick. What? Oh, you're you're number sixteen. Activate. Let's go. Well, it's not really sixteen. I mean, it's about twelve. It'll be thirteen because '08 when we traded Chauncey for Allen Iverson. That's when it started. Not the fans' fault, but being a Pistons, 13 years of tanking, and they still haven't, my God. It's because they've had horrible coaches like Stan Van Gundy who likes to play seven players, which is one of the dumbest things you can do because all it does is tire out your players. You have to run at least nine deep because then you you give your players rest. I mean, you should. he had freaking Boban, and he would not play him. Bobon, you can give at least 10 minutes a game, and he'll go out there and rebound for you. And he's been going at it for the Mavs, so I mean. Well, I mean, even Detroit, we made it to the playoffs with that team, and it's probably Van Gundy's fault we lost. But we had we had a good point guard. We had Reggie Jackson, decent point guard. I'm not going to say Reggie's insane. But we had Reggie Jackson, KCP, uh, Tobias Harris, Marcus Morris, and Drummond. That team should have at least made it to the second round with a good coach, and they and he ruined it because he was an idiot. Well, who did who were they playing in that round? Uh, they played. Yeah, they played LeBron. Never mind. Yeah, but Wait, no, I, they would have had. But with him not coaching, I think they would have been higher in the standings with a different coach. I thought they played the Bucks. Or did, no, not in seventeen. Giannis wasn't going off in seventeen. I know Bucks was last year that they got absolutely turned around. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not talk about the fact that Casey thought Tom Maker could dra- could 
guard Giannis just because he was on the same team. Giannis just put his chest down and just took it. Yeah, to but at the same time, who the hell else on that pit pitch team has the length? I don't know. Well, now we see what you got to do. You got to build a wall, but back then yeah. nobody knew. Who did we play? Maybe it wasn't even seven. Maybe it was 16. As no, it was. As I looked at 17 and they're not on there. It was 16. It was a Cavs and it was a sweep. Yeah, it was bad. But if we had been up a place, we would have went, well, went against the Raptors. I don't know. But I just, I don't, I don't feel Wait, like. Later I, when it comes to the Raptors. <laughs> that was, I don't know. Number 10, Tyrese Al Halliburton. Well, that's a possibility. This all flips. It depends. Cole Anthony yeah. might drop in the draft just like Michael Porter Jr. did, except Michael Porter Jr.'s injury wasn't the same as a Cole Anthony injury. Michael Porter Jr.'s was just – he had surgery on his back. But with a meniscus, you always take the chance of it coming back on you. And then, like, I mean – But like, you know, what the Suns definitely need a guard, so it's going to be a point guard. And then, like, no disrespect to these players – but up until 15 with R.J. Hansen, I don't really know who many of these guys are. Well, it's a lot of college guys. You don't know Maxie? Uh, how about I may if the Spurs him. get Maxie, that's, a, that's at 11. They need a two-guard. I mean, they like playing, um, what is his name? White. They like playing White off the bench most of the time, but they can't because they don't have an efficient two. Yeah. But Maxie... He has limitless range and he can hit from anywhere. He was hitting from two K from not two K NBA limitless range. Uh in some of his games. He hit a game winner. He he's pretty good. I wouldn't be surprised for his draft stock to go down or up. I don't know who this Devin Vesley is and I don't know who Patrick Williams is. But I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see Precious Okong, uh, okay, Precious, the one from Memphis. If you know, you know. I don't know how to pronounce his name, and I don't want to slaughter it either. But I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't go higher in the draft to, like, a team. Whose name? I, I don't know. Not. Kings might get a big. Precious Okong, from Memphis. I'm not pronouncing it. Screw that name. Which name? Which one? The the seventeen, the one that went that they're saying is going at seventeen. Precious Achiwa. Achiwa, yeah, that guy. That guy's good. And you also got Vern Carey Jr. That guy. That guy's. Good. You got Trey <laughs> Jones. You got some decent guys that are going to Trey Jones when he was playing with Zion and RJ and Cam Reddish. He was averaging five assists per turnover. That's that was a super that... team though for the college level. Yeah. You also got Nico Manning, who's really good. He played. He was on ball his life a lot. He played, and at Arizona, he was good. I'm surprised he's this low. It's probably because he's kind of shorter, but he's got really good playmaking skills, and his vertical's nice. I'm trying to see some of the. I'm surprised Cassius Winston's going in the second round. Well, I mean, if Nico Manning gets picked by the Bucks, if I was him, I'd be happy. I'd get to play with Greek. <laughs> well, for a season. Still. <laughs> Trying to see who they got going lower in here. Honestly, that, like, I doubt. There's some guys that I think are going to rise yeah. in the draft. I think Azubuke is going to go up because he was, he's the one who got in a fight at Kansas, tried to throw a chair at somebody, but he's really good. Dude, seven two, and he like he can bear. He doesn't have his length on his arms. He doesn't have to really jump to get off the ground. Yeah. To dunk the ball, he's just there. I'm trying to Cassius Stanley. I don't know why he's so low. I think he just didn't translate college wise. He's really good. Saying he's going fifty four, and you've got Emmanuel Quickly who could shoot. He reminds me of Duncan Robinson a little bit. I don't get why he's so low. And they're saying guys like I mean, Marcus Howard is the best three-point, one of the best three-point shooters in college this year. I don't get how he's so low. I think he's had like 4,000 points in his college career. Who is this Yam Madar? 
matter guy that could go to the Raptors. I don't know. That. I have no idea who that is. It looks like he goes overseas. Looks like well, Tel Aviv. I mean, that's uh. Our guards are locked. I don't know. They'll probably just pick in Toronto based on who's the best. I don't know. What's their first round pick looking like? Where did they just. Ah, if you guys get Vern Carey, that's a good pickup because you're going to need a center. Abaka's getting older and Gasol has regressed pretty hard. Not that he's not playable, but he has regressed away from his Memphis form. Not that he's yeah. not a good player, but he's not anywhere near Memphis form anymore. But, yeah, but. Uh, it's either going to be that first pick's up for the first pick is going to be all over the place. Depends on they're talking about for uh, pre draft workouts doing like a um, Zoom call, which I don't get how you could see a player's work that work ethic and like his real skill set through a Zoom call, but they're gonna have to figure it out. I mean, yeah. a lot of the, the top players, there's, they've already showed their skill set, so they're pretty well locked. But it's going to be hard to pick low in the draft. It really is. Because yeah. you got all these guys that you're just going to have to watch tape on. There's going to be a lot. I feel like this draft, I mean, you're looking into it a bit more than me, but I feel like it's a little bit top-heavy. I don't know. Cat guys like Cassius Winston and Isaiah Joe played for Arkansas. Many people don't know about him, but he shot like forty percent from three. I think there's some late late picks. I don't see second round is looking a little dry, but I still see some guys that especially with Cassius Stanley in the second round, I see some gems that people could pick out. Yeah. I don't think it's a total wash in the second. I think first fifteen are pretty solid. Yeah, for sure. I think you're at least 15 deep. But other than that, it's going to be... You're going to have to really watch some tape. A lot of tape. <laughs> yeah, cause, I think... Yeah, because Trey Jones could definitely... At 26, he's still going to be a good pickup. I don't get why the Celtics need another point guard, but that's, that's a mock draft anyway. Okay. Let's get into the bubble. The bubble's been really popping off lately. We got through the play-in round, and, of course, the Blazers took it because Memphis was very short-staffed, and they they did take it right to the end. Ja went off for 35 that game, but the Blazers came out like they should have. And they played the Lakers the other day, won the first one, and then dropped the, the second one. Game Pretty two. badly, I'll say that. I'll say that. Well, I'll say that. And I got some talk. I was talking with one of you guys that watched the podcast, and he said I was a little bit hard on the Lakers, but some of the stuff I said was true, but I may have been a little bit hard. But then again, I mean, they looked good the other day, but if you expect KCP to give you more than 10 a game, as a Piston fan, I can tell you, unless you're giving them the ball a lot, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. You also, some Kuz has to step up on a bench because I think I've seen one good Kuz game this whole play, this whole uh, startup. I haven't seen many good. I saw the one twenty-five point game, and all the rest have been around ten. Yeah. Maybe Dwight goes off, but you're going to need somebody else to go off. Danny Green's got to get hot because he's been hit. He's been putting up more bricks in a house than somebody laying a house. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Snoop Dogg put how many more uh, freaking threes are you going to miss <laughs> on the back yeah. I mean it's just it's not good I mean I I mean I know your Raptors shut him down but usually he's not like this he's been in a bad slump for them LeBron last night uh, in game two, despite the win, had a, one of the worst games I've seen him have in a while. Now, don't Davis had a, a hell of a game. That was one of the best Davis games I've seen in a while. I saw that one where he posted up, fa- faced up, and then stepped back on Nurkic. That was a really good shot. But but she can do that on the regular. That wasn't even that like holy shit. Yeah, they they had a very good game and they had pretty good bench scoring that game. But the bench has got to stay at that level. They've had inconsistencies off the bench all season. I don't know. 
now if since they've won, if they'll keep Rondo out, but there's a possibility Rondo is practicing now. Rondo could be back. Yeah. And that could help them. But the Lake the Lakers played well yesterday. Their defense was the best I've seen it in a while, which is, is good for them. But the thing yeah. is with that, on the flip side of that, uh, I, most of the people who watch basketball know for a fact that Carmelo Anthony is not going to get two points in a game very often. I can tell you that much. 15 plus consistent, I think. Yeah, that was not – that was a horrible game. Dame shot horrible. I hope his finger doesn't mess with him too much because I know the Lakers fans are like, yeah, 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 his finger's hurt. But do you really want to beat somebody who's busted up? I mean, come on now. If you want to beat him, you want to say you did it at full strength. I I will say, if the if the Lakers win and everybody the Lakers like, yeah, we told you so. When they played the Clippers, have fun or the Mavs, depending on who who wins that series. Well, yeah, they, well, we'll get into that in a minute, but yeah, I know what you're saying. If they play the Clippers, have fun. If they somehow make it to the finals, well, I think too when we get to the East side of things, but well, yeah, I mean. Next next uh, round is probably going to be the Rockets, and Davis is going to have to be on his game because if he can't, and I think he will be, but Davis is going to be after one, is going to have to be the one that leads them with the Rockets because the Rockets' perimeter defense is one of the tops. So you got Covington, you got Tucker. Tucker's mostly down low, but you got, well, to be fair, you got House and guys like that. AD is literally playing well every night. I know, I know he is. I know he is, but I mean, I'm sure I, he can continue it against an even smaller person than what he's going. Yeah, to we just can't. The Lakers can't have any of more of those games like uh, with AD that they had in the pregame. Uh, yeah. The 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 seeding games. Yeah. The seeding games. They can't have any more of that. He has to be at the top. He has to be playing well for them to win. And LeBron, he's got to have a bounce back game next game because that was. I don't think I've seen him have that low scoring of a game in, in that I can remember. I've never seen him like get ten points in a game. Usually it's like fifteen, but yeah. it, very rarely do I see him hit ten. He, I assume he's. I don't. And it's not like did he get over ten assists too, or was it even that he got ten assists? Let me look. I actually want to see this now that we're saying about LeBron stats. Let me pull this up. And this isn't this isn't a knock on him. It's they won. I mean, they didn't need it, but I'm just surprised myself to see him not have a dominant like a like a 15 plus stat line. LeBron had 10.6 rebounds, seven assists. That's just. But they let I don't I I'm, I generally don't watch Lakers games that heavily, but they must have had David. Well, it looks like how I don't. Oh get, my god. I don't Maybe get green sucks now. Yeah, I don't get how KCP can start at point guard and have zero assists. They must have LeBron bringing and it Anthony up. Davis is a demon. It, yeah, but if you look down the stat line, you got Caruso with three. He's got to pick it up. You got Morris with two. He's got to uh, pick it up. Morris, not a. I don't really. Well, yeah, but you're still out there. You should be a professional player. Should be able to get at least four points a game. I mean, come on now. He had 18 minutes. You tell me you can't get two buckets in 18 minutes. I mean, Danny Green once had 19 minutes, didn't score anything. So I mean, and he can't put anything past anybody. Well, yeah, but I'm. It's just I'm looking too far into it. They. They won the game. I just see some places for improvement. The bench has to really show up for them. Yeah. More. Portland side of it, everybody had a bad game. Everybody. I mean, even like Nurkic, nobody shot over 50%. That mattered. I mean, you got Horde off the bench, but that's not going to be a guy they play every day. Yeah. But nobody shot well. That was just really good defense by the Lakers. That's one of the best defensive out, outings I've seen from them all season. But I don't think you can consistently do that. But they, if they do, it's I mean, it's game over. If they can keep Dame shooting under 50%, I mean, that's not, that's not normal Dame. One for seven from three, that's not normal Dame. Yeah, and then moving from that kind of series, because like, we kind of covered that. Yeah, we went up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
about the Mavs and the Clippers. I like that. Series. That's a that is a. They're let me see what it's going right. right now. Well, Clippers just went up, but let's see what Luke is doing because usually Luke has got a pretty good stat line by this. He's not that. That's good. low. Shaman's doing a good job on him tonight. Yeah. And uh, Kawhi's got eight and three. Paul George is seven and two. Yeah, it's a it's still the second. That's not really. I mean, sometimes Luke will come out with those insane first quarters, but it looks like it's not that kind of a day. It's going to be a – looks like a hard-fought one. It's going to be a close one today. Yeah, and but, then moving to uh, the – oh, my God, the Jazz put it down the freaking Nuggets. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were smart that game. They had Gobert just – I don't know if they taught – well, he still got 14 rebounds, but maybe he was going at the – yeah, he hasn't had that many points since Memphis. He hasn't dropped 27 since, like, his rookie year. I'm... Nah, he, not his rookie year. Come on. He He's dropped, not that He dropped 20 last. He was dropping 20, 30-point games on Memphis when he was playing throughout his career. Okay. He just gets no media coverage because nobody, I mean, unless you're doing fancy plays like Ja does, Memphis isn't really getting on the news. Then I'm really liking these, uh, oh, okay, maybe, okay. I'm look. I'm looking at the east side of things here. Yeah. Um, I might be a little bit biased, but like I think the Raptors are looking like the best team in the playoffs right now. Yeah, they are dominant. I mean, it's against right. the Nets, but I don't see a change in the next round. I think Boston's gonna have. That's gonna be a fun series, but a lot of the media are like, "Oh, Boston's gone. Boston's gone. No Hayward." And the, the Raptors are going to clamp you down. It's not going to be easy like it is with Philly. Philly's a sh- – sh- I would say it's a shell of itself, but they did this half of the regular season, so what am I supposed to say? I can't – I don't even know how this team made it to the conference to the conference semis last year. I really don't. They look like – they look like hot garbage this year, and it's not even because Simmons was injured because before even Simmons was injured, they still look like hot garbage. 13 boards, though. You didn't have a bad game, but – Embiid's going to want out eventually if this keeps up. I love – I don't know. I think – They're going to have to figure something out because another thing is they overpaid Tobias and Horford. Horford's making 100 mil, and he's putting up like four points a game right now. God. They got to They need to step up. I know Tobias is better than that. It's, it's hard to step up though when your team sucks. Well, they need. I think it's a coaching change. I think they need to send Brent Brown down the river. I don't. They've needed to, to for two years now. Well, the, at first, it, when you look at it at first, you're like, well, maybe it's a Simmons and a beat thing, but then. If it just keeps being a Simmons and a beat thing, you have to wonder if it's a coach's fault. And I think it is because he can't get anything going. And it seems like he wants to be more their friend than anything, and that's not really working. Yeah. I don't – the only thing – I think the really the thing that put them at so far last year and almost got them to the conference finals was the fact that Jimmy Butler was probably on them every day in practice. I think that's the only reason now looking back. Yeah. Who's your early favorite to like win this whole thing? Raptors is back to back. Really? You really They're dominant. I just I had Milwaukee, but the Bucks is it's not Giannis. It's not Giannis at all. It's like I've been saying. The shooters are inconsistent. I can't I just I can't Middleton is like not he can't drive. He literally cannot drive. So when he can't shoot, he's he's useless out there. Put DiVincenzo out there if he's sucking. 28 points and 20 rebounds. Yeah, Giannis is doing it all, but he can't do it all. No, he he tried that last year. Yeah, it's and I mean, he's only option to go with himself pretty much. I mean, you got Lopez, but Lopez can only do so much either. I think it's. I don't – Budenhauser's got to figure it out. I don't even know how – I know why he made it into Coach of the Year, but he hasn't looked that good in the bubble. Uh, See, that's what I'm saying. Like, Budenhauser Coach of the Year again. But it's like 
and like I get it. I mean, I guess it's. Well, the I mean, best prior to the, the bubble, league. he was looking pretty good. I can see why he was there, but in the bubble, they have played horrendous. But the Raptor, Nurse was good outside of the bubble, and he's just—I don't know what the hell he's got them eat, eating for breakfast. Blame the other salty coaches. Because the coaches vote on it. Blame them. Oh, I'm blaming them for not realizing. I, I, I just don't think they like the team that's kicked their butt every damn time they play. I don't know. I don't. The problem with the voting process, I don't like it when the media votes. I don't like it when the coaches vote. And I don't like it when the players vote. They just vote stupid a lot of times. It's hard to, like. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I, I really wish ESPN didn't have a vote in it because ESPN is so biased towards the narrative crap because they're trying to make another one of their 20 for 20s by voting for like Russell Westbrook or this year with LeBron and people are going, oh, you're hard on LeBron. Him and Dave, not that he's not playing an MVP caliber, but Davis takes away from him and he takes away from Davis. So you can't give one or the other the MVP because they both take away from each other. And, and Gian- just- Giannis has nobody to take away from because I just said Middleton <laughs> plays like hot garbage every other game. And you better hope he plays good on the first game because if he only plays good on the every other game, you're going to win, lose a seventh game series. Because they got nobody. Bledsoe's not dropping 25 anymore like he was in Phoenix. And DiVincenzo's too young. You let Brogdon go because you're too cheap and they're worried about, oh, my money's going to hurt when I'm selling about 500 more tickets than they are right now in an empty stadium because Giannis leaves. Yeah. And you're not For, you're not gonna get people to go to Milwaukee, like I said. You don't have any nightclubs like Lou Will goes to. Yeah, or Pat Bev. Yeah. Or Pat Bev or the Marlins. See, like for me, when it comes to, and I mean, this is kind of not really on the track of that, but it's more or less when it comes to like the Raptors and, and this whole thing. And we talked about this a little bit earlier, and like it's not. It doesn't make me mad. I just wish that the Raptors maybe, at least over, like, like in, in the States, maybe got a little bit more recognition than they do. And, like, I get it. Like, I do. I'm not saying that we should be the center of attention in a different country. Well, if you pull it but, off this year, you definitely will. I'm surprised we didn't get it last year, but I get it. The way we did it, I know. Wow. Short Warriors team, I get that. Yeah, that didn't help. That but didn't this help. year, if if whoever we play against, unless something dramatic happens before then, we'll be playing a healthy team of whoever makes it. I'm pretty sure. Well, if you guys can make it out of the East anyway, and I think you, the West is depends on who comes up is going to be a fight either way. But if you guys can make it back to the finals, you get the recognition anyway because you knocked out Giannis twice, and that was set. And- if Giannis goes out this year, which I very well think he will because of his, not because of him, because of his teammates. We already I went over it too much already. But if he goes out this year, you send into a timeline some form of another, it'll probably be a super team wherever he goes. You'll set in line another super team in the making. It's like when the Warriors, well, I guess they kind of help themselves, but when they put down Durant, I think the Warriors. And, like, we're we're going back to this conversation about Giannis and where he could possibly end up. And, I mean, and I'm not saying, and I'm not discounting the other teams because the Warriors are obviously a competitor. They always have been, except literally for this one year. But I think that if the Bucks, I mean, Bucks, if the Raptors make it to the finals and if they, I don't even want to say somehow, but if they repeat again, if I was Giannis, I would look at us a little bit stronger than he might be. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, Especially like if we I, were to knock him out again. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've seen, I mean, you got Miami, you got Toronto, and you got the Warriors. There could be other teams in play there. The only three I've heard, though, were those three, like big ones. Yeah, you don't. 
you don't know. I mean, that's what we've heard, but you don't know who knocked the knock Giannis off his feet in free agency because he's definitely going to free agency unless they trade him. I mean, not they've not team. they've they paid the wrong people, and they but they haven't brought in enough. They drafted well, but not well enough to get him another guy there. Unfortunately, I I just feel bad for him because it's like. The Bucks is literally the Giannis showing if he has an off night, which he doesn't usually, but when he does, that team's screwed. And if he's having a good night, but Middleton's not shooting, that good night could sometimes go down the drain. Yeah, I mean, Lopez can only do so much. He's more focused on defensive end now more than anything, and like, he'll hit the occasional like, three. Look back at the stats. I can't, I can't look back at the stats from that series, but I think the game we took out the Bucks last year – Giannis had 25-plus, and they lost, but it wasn't him. How many games did it go to? Six. It was six. What did Giannis have? Giannis had 21, so he didn't have a horrible game. But Middleton had 14 that night. Um, Bledsoe had eight. And uh, Lopez and Brogdon Brogdon had 10, and Lopez had 18. What were uh, the Raptor numbers again? I forget. The Raptor. Wait, what the heck? I know Kawhi went off that night. Okay, and the Raptors. Raptors, he had 27. Which, I mean, yeah. it's going off, but it's. I don't know. I expect. Uh, for me, Kawhi going off is. Kawhi had 17 boards that game. <laughs> and Siakam had 18, and uh, Gasol had. Or no, Lowry had 17. And then Fred Van Fleet had 14 of off Kyle the bench. Lowry. All right. This man, I don't know what he drinks or eats, but I've never seen a 6'3 guard grab 10 boards as much as that man. Well, I don't know. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't. He's a good rebounder. He's. I mean, Steph's kind of like that way sometimes, but he doesn't generally grab 10 like Lowry. He's just. Or 14. Like, what? Yeah, he's just in the right spots at the right time. That takes Man's got practice. Some good, like low key, when when it comes to grabbing rebounds, he can actually get up there. It's weird. Yeah. I the the Raptors have really surprised me. I've said it before, but I did not expect them to get this far uh, this year. Be this elite this year. I I mean, let's not get this far yet because it's only first round, but. I have not expected them to get. I mean, low key. To, well, they're low key. Like it's pretty much a buy at this point to the second round, but, but, I did not expect them to be this put together, with losing their best player and just being as young as they are. And like for some reason, and I don't, and I mean, no discount to Kawhi. Like I mean, all of us over here in Canada. We know that he was a big fucking. He, he was a big part of this whole thing, right? And I like we get it, but I'm pretty sure he. We're. I think our bench is playing better than it did last year. Well, you've added a few guys. You've added uh Terrence, uh Davis, Terrence Davis, Terrence Davis and uh Chris too. Boucher and guys like that that just come out of nowhere from the G League. I don't know how you guys G League so well, but. I wish I did, my other team's got to watch that because of the G League. Apparently, Matt Thomas is a sharpshooter. Oh, yeah. He could shoot out the – yeah. You, I don't know how you guys built a bench so quick. Like, it's almost a totally different <laughs> bench than last year. I mean, you got I – don't, I don't know how you got Stanley Johnson to get 25 points in one game. I've never, never thought I'd see that in my life. I thought I'd see him working at a – at a Little Caesars pizza selling $5 pizza. Didn't we? Okay. And this is no disrespect to you, but didn't we talk about the Raptors changing him around and you didn't think it was going to happen? Well, it's one game. That's the only game he's done that. But, like, yes, I guess he fits in the, 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 he, he the defensive system a little bit better. I thought Detroit was defensive, but now I guess they're trying to change up the culture. But And then you see. Uh, I, they're changing up the culture because they can't play defense, not because they don't want to. But that's a separate story for a separate time. Another guy I love watching right now for the Raptors, OG. Oh, yeah, Kawhi with a little offense. 
is he's, out there. He's a lot more offensive than you think. If you watch the games. Well, he gets his shots. Kawhi can kind of ISO. He's not an ISO guy as much, but I get what you – he is getting the offense. But then you guys got, like, a Baca who was, like, our starting four or five in our championship run. Yeah. And now you got him off the bench today. He had 20 and 13 off the bench. Yeah, is a monster. I mean, I'm sure he'll decline soon, but, like... I doubt right he now, will. I don't think he will. Unless he feels he needs another big contract somewhere. I don't know. That could be the only thing Gasol's I really see him getting good, poor. Gasol's been doing okay. Gasol had five last game, but he's been passing fairly well. He, he just sits in there and plays defense, and then they bring a buck off the bench, so they're more have more of a have a more potent bench. But yeah. what did Gasol have this game? I want he had five, it. five with eight assists and like five rebounds. It was okay, but yeah, like I said, he's nowhere five. near his Memphis form. He had three points, five is oh yeah, three. All right, well. It's not looking too hot in the points department, but they don't really need him to do that. So, Van Vliet's just been on a different level. Van Vliet. All right, I'm trying to think if we covered. We have we talked. The Celtics are doing good, but like I said, Gordon Hayward's hurt. They're leading three zero right now, but they're gonna run into the train that is the Raptors next round. I'm sorry, but if any Celtics fan, based off of their one win against us, thinks it's gonna be easy, oh. Pfft. Yeah, okay, have fun. Well, I'm, I mean, I haven't seen too many Celtics fans. I haven't had any watches in Boston yet, so I don't think you got to worry about too much about that. But I know, but I just feel like, you know, one win over a team, they're going to be like, well, we already slapped them one time. <laughs> well, yeah, Celtics, Tatum's coming up, but I think it's going to be a lot of Celtics-Raptors in a couple of years because really? I don't see either of them going away. And Tatum's going to get the, the max go, this year. The but yeah. Well, it could. It depends. I mean, Toronto could get better with Giannis, or you might have to deal with Miami. Yeah, but so if Giannis leaves the Bucks, and, like, this is kind of sad to think about, they're they're going from, like, a first-place team to low-key possibly last place in the East, at least. Uh, I don't know about last place, but. They'll be in that so draft. They'll be they'll be get they'll get a higher pick than Detroit, but but like with without Giannis, I don't know. That team is tough scenes. I don't know. The team is inconsistent without Giannis. It's a three point shooting team that's inconsistent. It makes the Rockets makes the Rockets that lost to the Warriors by missing twenty six threes look good sometimes. Yeah, but okay. I'm gonna cut this out. But Buck, we talked about the Bucks. We talked about the Celtics. We talked about the Rat. Oh, we didn't talk about the Heat or the Pacers. All right, we'll move on. Okay, and the Heat Pacers matchup. Now the Heat don't have none, but they've still been tearing through Indiana pretty good. I mean, T.J. Warren's cooled off pretty though. hard. What'd you say? They should be doing what they're doing. I'm not even surprised. Yeah, it knows a bonus. A little bit of a hard. Oladipo, like I said, has never been back to 17 form, and he's still not 100% back from his injury, but he's good enough to play, and we went over that a while back. But the Pacers oh, aren't. Horns come back down to earth. Wow. What? To TJ Warren's came back down to earth. Yeah, people people finally figured it out. I mean, you can only I mean, his main point was to go out and score, so when they saw that that's what was making them win, people know like with the Bucks and Giannis, they know that they need to stop TJ Warren and then it's a struggle for Indiana to win. Because yeah. Turner's not your score, the bonus was your score. So it's a little bit hard for them, and like I said, Oladipo inconsistent. Brogdon's a playmaker; he'll occasionally give you twenty, but he's not consistently going to give you twenty. And um, they don't really have that good of a bench. It's okay, but it's not. It's got a decent depth, but they're all they're decent role players, so it's not going to work for them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but 
the Heat should run through that. They'll play the Bucks next round, and who knows? Bam played really good defense on Giannis in the seeding game, so that may be the Bucks' end right there. You may see a Heat Raptors. Uh, well, you, I really think you will, unless I mean, if the Bucks can stay consistent, which it's hard to do anyway. If they can keep the three-point shooting going, they could go. But that Heat matchup is not a fun one for them to look forward to, especially with them already struggling with Orlando without two of their best players and Isaac and Gordon, and they're also missing maybe Fournier. They've got they're missing one person or Michael Carter Williams, somebody a guard. They're missing another guard too. But the the fact that the I haven't. Vucevic hasn't played well since he got his money. I haven't seen Vucevic hit 30 since it was his contract year. So that's just, Lopez has got it. I mean, they're supposed to be one of the best defensive teams in the league, and they haven't really been showing it through this. They need to, uh, they, they just don't look very good to me. I really don't. They look, they look like half the team they did when they were rolling through the regular season. Uh, it just seems like another, I don't know, another year in Bucksland. It looks good all the way through, and then all of a sudden, their their year was last year, and they got they figured just... out at the wrong time. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's there's a lot of teams like that. Uh, going back, this is a little bit off track, but I think the Thunder when they let the Warriors come back on them at sixteen, that could have been their year. See, when I think about the Bucks, right? And, like, when they lost last year to the Raptors, the only thing, and I mean the only thing that can make that Bucks team feel any sort of not happiness, but, like, not like, regret is the fact that at least the team they lost to ended up going on to win it. I mean, if that's... Yeah, but that doesn't, because Giannis knows for a fact that if he had made it there, he could have done the same thing. So that honestly, I think, would hurt more I think it's better when you see them go down than rather to see them win because, you know, especially watching all the Warriors just drop like flies, you knew it would be an easier route, especially because McKinney would not have easily been able to guard Giannis on the, coming into the paint. They didn't really have – I mean, you got Draymond, but Draymond is as good of a defender as he is. Giannis is basically seven foot, so it's going to be a struggle. It would have been. Yeah. It would have been. It would have been an issue, and Lopez would have had fun too because the Warriors bench was so bad last year too. That's why they were. They had nothing to go to when Durant and Clay went out. Like nothing to go to. So that, that like Giannis is not happy that he didn't make it there because he would have had whoever made it out of the East that year was winning. Not to discount yeah. the Raptors, but the Warriors were just so badly bruised up that it was not. Steph, Steph was, I mean, it makes sense. Of course you're going to try to double Steph because that was the only guy really out there that could hurt you offensively hard. And, like, I get this was a small part of the series, but to be fair, Steph did miss that friggin' wide-open three off the inbound, but, you know. Oh, no. Fred Van Fleet was – he was fatigued. I mean, he was uh... – he was. He just he had was to the put. Only guy he had to put the whole team on his back because Draymond, you occasionally see give you twenty, but not very often. He's just out there to just give you the pass the ball and play defense, and that's what he knows he has to do. But when he's not a guy that can just turn it on if you want him to score. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to the Raptors. I'm not discounting their championship. I just know there were some factors that helped them out, and I think it would have helped out any team that got there jump on something like that okay let's go out to the west i think we forgot one team we talked about clippers mavs we talked about lakers blazers houston we and have OKC. well we got two teams but yeah houston and okc that, 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 that the, series to me doesn't interest me at all well the what there's one interesting factor that was supposed to be a factor for the Thunder to play well, but the fact that they have not capitalized on the two games, I think Russell Westbrook comes back next game, they didn't capitalize at all with Russ being out, is a bad omen for the Thunder. Chris Paul says he has to play better, but I 
they might not even bring back Westbrook in playing like this because I really don't think they need him to put him down. I the Thunder played all right, but they just can't keep up with that Houston offense. Yeah. Houston's gonna be a fun one for the depending on how it plays out. But if the Lakers make it there, they're gonna run them up. Like we said, Davis got to play well. We already talked about that. Never mind. But yeah, Houston's just outrunning OKC so bad. And last one, the Nuggets and the Jazz. We We talked a little bit about it, but I want to get into it more. Uh, Mitch, we didn't talk about Mitch. Well, we did a little bit, but Mitchell looks, I think he's the closest I've seen him look like D. Wade in his whole career. He's looking a lot like D. Wade these these last couple of games he's played against the Nuggets. I don't know if it's a tempo that the Nuggets like to play at because I know they're already at Mile High uh, Arena, which is 45,000 feet above sea level. And that, that so the altitude makes them play fast anyway. But I think the Nuggets like to get up if they can. They, they'll set up, but not very often. They like to outscore you, but the Jazz have been keeping up with them surprisingly. And even before Conley came back, they had won one. And uh, they got a guy like Clarkson coming off the bench, giving him 20s, really helping. Um, See, about these types of things is, I mean, like, I get it. Mitchell's had a good series. And, like, I look at it as, it's kind of the same thing for, like, any major sport. Sure, you can go off for a series, but if you lose, did it really matter in the long run? Yeah, you're right, because... I mean, if Mitchell and them get through this, who they're going against next round, most likely? I don't even. Clippers, Clippers, and you know the guard. Clippers beat... or Dallas? I think Dallas could pull it out of the room. Dallas could pull it out, but either way, well, if they if they yes, play but... the Clippers, the def Donovan Mitchell's not going off because you got too many guard defenders. Oh God! If if they match the Clippers, then Donovan Mitchell is going to be like he's not even there. Uh, the fun thing about that series will be watching Harold, who hasn't been playing the best, play um play um uh, against Gobert. That'll be a fun yeah, one to watch. Harold's quicker, so I mean. Yeah, but Gobert's got his length. That helps him a lot. So it's yeah. kind of evens it out. It'll be a fun one. But yeah, right now. Uh, it's it's matching up. I still got to see the if the Blazers can bounce back. I can't 100%. Not that I want to anyway. I still have faith in the Blazers because that was just a bad game. But people could say the Lakers had a bad game the first year. That one's going to go to at least six or seven in my opinion. But we got to see how a few things pan out. We'll talk about it next week. Probably record again on Friday. But this has been the sixth episode of the podcast. I'd like to thank anybody watching on YouTube for watching again. Feel free to like and subscribe. And anybody watching on a podcast platform, I've seen Pandora is doing very well. So if you're listening to Pandora or any of the podcast platforms, thanks for listening either the first time or again. This has been another episode, and we'll catch you next week. Yep.